0: Welcome to Off Market, a look at the Perth property market from the people who are working in the trenches. Join me, Shane Beaumont, Ross Hunter, and a special guest each fortnight as we dissect the latest property news and break down what's really happening in the different pockets of Perth. If you'd rather watch, you can find us on our Facebook page at Crib Creative Perth. Enjoy. Ready?
1: I'm ready. Ready. Never nervous.
0: Test, test, testing, one, two, one, two, testing, Roscoe, give us a test. Ready to go
1: live in three,
0: two, one. Alright guys, we are back. Back with our first post-COVID off-market episode, Shane Roscoe. Good I'm very to happy to see you. We're pretty happy, you. happy to be back. Missed missed you guys.
1: Missed everyone Behind the scenes,
2: so the crew. Well, it's going, so going to be a lot longer. So
0: cool. Well, yeah, we've done alright. Well,
2: six Scremo. months of this. Yeah, we're in here. Eight weeks. Done. So. We nailed it.
0: Avid watchers of the show will right. notice we are not in our usual location. Right. We are we're unable to go back to our usual location at the moment, but we're doing something a little bit different. And uh, the guys at Grandwood by Zozi have loaned us for the afternoon this incredible property, their Dalkeith residence, to mm-hmm. use for filming. So um, before we go on with the show, I just want to take you on a little tour around this beautiful property. Mm-hmm. This incredible architecturally designed Grandwood by Zorzi home is made for entertaining. The kitchen is beautifully finished and the generous living and dining flow out to the large alfresco area. Upstairs are the private living quarters and my personal favourite room of the house, the stunning master suite. From the impeccable contemporary facade, there is a real sense of space throughout this home. Coupled with the craftsmanship and quality finish that you can expect from any Zorzi build, this is a home that is well worth a visit. Roscoe, I know you like to make yourself comfortable around uh, these, I don't want to find you in the fridge later. Well, Stay out. Yeah.
1: Stay out oh, yeah. of the fridge. Very close. <laughs> well, you're near it, Jess. What's going on?
0: The prime oh, yeah. position, the prime <laughs> position. All right, guys, now normally our first segment of the show is Under the Hammer. Yeah. i are not going to run with that one this week, unfortunately. <clears throat> Sorry, Roscoe, but there's just probably not a lot of auction activity happening.
1: I find that extremely negative and disappointing Jess that I know. you wouldn't even talk about auctions in such a in such a vein.
0: What I want you to do instead for me <laughs> is uh is give me a bit of an update on how you're going I guess we're a couple of months into the pandemic yep. um and Roscoe maybe if you can kick us off as a business owner mm. how have things changed for you how are people recovering are you back in the office
1: what's going on yeah no i think really well i think the, the big challenge out of the whole thing jess is as we went into COVID, everybody like we didn't know what we're going into obviously it was a mm-hmm. bit of an unknown void for the for the planet really um so as we went through and obviously we realized we obviously dodged a bit of a bullet over here in wa um, but one of the things is everybody s- spoke that that language oh we're going to change we're learning a lot from this and so forth i think the real test is now is mm-hmm. um who is changing and who mm. is going to embrace what they said and come out the other side. Now we we know probably 95% of people will default back to what they've always done. Mm. That's just the reality.
0: It's all, it's um, already ha- well from yeah. our point of view. Mm. I mean for example Matterports that everyone jumped yeah. on yeah. and yeah. already it's you know no one's doing them no, anymore. No. As just a very small example mm. of going back to Exactly. But people. I think the
1: big the big test is is beyond the those sort of mechanics here. So I think it's about how people choose to to work and live life and be more productive. Because mm. the number one thing that everybody spoke about, Shane, you would certainly hear this and experience it yourself. People go, Oh my God, I've been time poor for 30 years, I finally mm. got time.
3: Mm. Mm. Now
1: it's now how do we embrace that and actually make it part of our business? And I actually believe it's becoming more productive. And like for example, in our business, we've really embraced the whole thing of um, the teams type thing and people working from home because they're also set up is set up well and we are finding the productivity is increased. Mm. Um, certainly, those that are working mums are really loving the opportunity to be working from home and and it takes a lot of load off and they they can pop a load of washing on, they can get dinner ready, they can do those. Core tasks that normally they're they're forced into doing when they get home from work, so they're actually a lot less stress. They're efficient, um, and it's just it the culture is in, is improved.
0: So, are you going to allow? Is that going to remain?
1: Yeah, yeah, we've already we've already um, enshrined it. That's how um, how it is. Very
0: nice. Yeah. What about you, Shane? How yeah. are you finding things?
2: It's been really busy. I was uh, when it first came out. We didn't know what was going to happen. But what i've found for myself and i think i mentioned this when we did our um, zoom off market episode i normally about nine appointments to an offer Mm -hmm. um, and during that COVID situation it got down to three appointments per offer but what i really liked in an area that we're not getting many people through home opens we were able to get back to how we were taught as real estate agents just to qualify the lead Mm i think so many agents they're so busy running around with buyers but you know things just simple things that we had to do because of processes put in place were Have you driven past the property? Um, Have you seen other homes in the area? Why didn't you go ahead with that one? You're almost qualifying it. So natural fact, you you know if that buyer is going to do something because you've asked the right questions. You're not getting there going, I'm not sure about the neighbor and this Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Mm. So controlling that process, um, I think has also helped your sellers because you'll be able to, I guess, have the four o'clock, a 4.15 and a 4.30 and then prove that social proof that you're not the only idiot out there as a buyer seeing value. Mm -hmm. You're seeing there's competition. Um, And we got some great results through that process Um, rather than just the typical home open Sign out the front every saturday and sunday, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed it because a lot of our sales do come from By appointment, Um, but as an agent It's quite easy to think you're really busy being unproductive running around doing these things Yeah, but to go back and control that process was really good. Yeah Um, And I think video and these sorts of things that forced a lot of the older agents to embrace Um, They probably should have been doing that a few years ago because they're catch up now, you know? It's the new norm. Where you put that video is the next step and how you understand the dynamics and the data. Um, When we couldn't have home opens, uh, again, I've had to look at the data for last few years and I can ascertain where we sit in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. I was in a great position to tell my owners, this is where you sit, even though I had no one through the home opens that week. Um, So you've got to adapt. And if you can implement those things, much like most training, if you just hear all these things but don't implement any of it, well, you're going to come out worse again. I, I, I think the point you make, Shane, around just sort of, you know, the private inspections mm. and so
1: forth, which we had to do. I think one of the things that's come out of that is, your, are your ability to, to actually really offer a great service mm. to that particular Engage. buyer. Because one of the things that I've always been frustrated with, like with the, the typical home open scenario, you open the door, people wander around, you never actually get a chance to, to demonstrate the mm. home no yeah to really Mm. show them the the little nuances of a property Mm. that can really make the difference and i think in those private inspection type environment Mm. you've really got a chance to get quite granular Mm. in 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 how you've worked with a client and it's i think it's a great thing
2: and i think that's when you look at a lot of the training that i think wi agents have been quite frustrating because a lot of the training coming out of sydney and Melbourne, spends such a hot market. They talk about this is how we do it, and it's almost like lambs to the slaughter coming through a home yeah. open.
0: Mm. It's very, very it's different. It's just
2: so detached from yeah. what we actually experience every day. I'm sure when you go to your, Damien, your conferences it's just like well, this is bizarre world because it's yeah. nothing like what we've it's been. It's felt through.
3: like the last few years have been living on a different planet, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Their uh, uh, market to ours, but mm. yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty optimistic
2: about this year. I think it's, yeah, yeah. it's going to be good. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. I think um, and I've said this before if you actually took a snapshot of the market right now if we didn't have the the lag of that negative equity from a few years back it's a really healthy market the stock level the amount of buyers it's really fair it's mm. just we're just got to get out of that pain that we've had I guess from a few years ago that we're carrying over mm-hmm. um but I think listings at are really well healthy, healthy level. level yeah, yeah excellent no, it's, it's bodes well for the future
0: I like that boys I like that we've kept it positive yes. after a couple of months of You know, we like a bit of positivity on this show.
2: Could not have been another show. Beautiful. All
0: right, we're straight into our next segment, The Real Press. Now, this week we've got something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that I guess we couldn't not talk about because Mm -hmm. the whole industry is talking about it. Um, And I am, of course, talking about real estate, he was the golden boy, I guess you could you could say, Daniel Gonzalez, who's been in the press the last couple of weeks um, after being charged with stealing pointer signs from other agents. So I think, Ross, you mentioned there was about 80 stolen. So it's not an insignificant number. Um, I don't want to talk about that situation mm. i think um he's due to go to court the day after we will air this program so we're not going to kind of mm. discuss that too much but more from a broader point of view for the industry i guess um and how that reflects on the industry and whether or not you guys think you know th- there was a lot of talk about it um but we're so insular yeah. i guess do the p- general public care yeah. it's interesting
2: and i said this to ross when it, it sort of first came out and we're looking what we had to speak about and it was the elephant in the room he could not address it but the amount of, if you look at, I guess, as a community, the amount of good things agents are doing, the mm-hmm. old perception of the slick salesman, it's uh, just changed completely. The agents and agencies are so immersed in the community. Um, and I at a guess, I think if you look at the positive things, just injection to sporting clubs, community groups, yeah. it would in the millions, the amount of money, uh, I know what Rich. I spend in the community, um, I think it, it never gets spoken about the good things, much like an AFL football if it gets done for you know, pissy driving on the way home. They don't say that that week he was at a canteen camp or dealing mm. with cancer kids. It's always the negative. So to see a lot of the great work undone by agents, um, I guess, in the, in, in the community, that's never going to get the same press as a negative. Mm. Um, and let's face it, a lot of people don't like real estate agents. We are mm. working hard with Rewa to try and change that perception. So it's sort of a bit of a step back. It's frustrating. I think only agents really care about the sign side of it because I think it's pretty unethical in that regard. Um, but it's more a step back as far as trying to create a different perception of what we are seen as. Um, I guess the counterpoint
0: to that and is that, um, you know, whether you talk about the football player mm. or the real estate agent or when they're pumping money into different things mm. or volunteering their time, mm. you know, general public might go, yeah, but that's in, in your own best interest or the football yeah. player is doing that because they have to do that as part of their contract. So. It's interesting, I, and that's
2: another perception, they yeah, don't, like players, they, don't. they, definitely they have to make the don't. amount of payment, but the amount of things they do over and above, and yeah. the agents, like, I think the years of sort of giving out, you know, prizes and what have you just for the sake of it, but I do think if you can be seen in the community actually caring about the community, mm. as opposed to standing up, giving the big certificate, um, a lot of the amount of donations that happen are anonymous, like, it's not like they have to be the major sponsor, but whether it be the quiz night or what have you, these... Things are always happening. Yeah. Schools, huge. But it's amount. one
0: of those things where people will go. Real estate agents ah, d- wouldn't trust them, but then they go, Oh, mm. I know Shane Beaumont. He's a mm. great bloke. Yeah. You know. Well, so it's getting that's that just, personal relationship. That's where it's
2: disappointing for something like this to happen because they didn't. That's what's been harped on. About, yes. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I guess there's the small thing in people's mind that as an owner you might think, well. Was my sales campaign jeopardized because i didn 't have my pointer signs out? I personally think they 're like litter i don 't like them mm. because I see them out for appraisals now. I think they should be up oh, kids out um, I think they should be up and put down four home opens that 's mm. just my personal opinion um, mm. but as I say there wasn 't so much talking about the signs it was just the act of something unethical that didn 't help yeah just mm. just just on your comment there the um, we know that real estate agents in the
3: public's eye, if you mm. ask what do you think of real estate agents mm. and things like what happened don't help. But yeah, it's 40% I think people think agents generally are good. Yeah. But when REWA has actually surveyed the public, mm-hmm. where you're experienced with your agent, 90% would use them again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the one-on-one, is exactly what you said, Jess, yeah. the one-on-one people go, oh, yeah. he's Shane's a good bloke, Ross is a good bloke, they're good operators. Oh, but real estate agents are bad. It's yeah. unfortunate that a few things in the industry have brought us down over time. But by and large, most people are very happy with their real estate agent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the, the, the thing
3: around it is, these type of things, A, they're not
1: necessary um, yeah. and the, to me the greatest issue that sits around it, which Shane's alluded to, it's about trust.
3: Mm.
1: You know, the number one thing in any relationship, personal and professional, mm. is all about trust. And the minute you don't have trust, you have nothing, mm. in my opinion. Um, and, you know, Rewa, the agents, we all work really, really hard to demonstrate not just trust, but authentic trust, not fake Mm. trust. Mm. You know, true authentic trust. Now where that's driven through, um, you know, genuine um, sponsorships and Mm -hmm. sporting clubs and so, a lot of those sporting clubs, they're financially really challenged, and Mm. the real estate industry at large, we we really do a massive amount throughout the community. Mm. You know, and and that builds authentic trust, it's not fake. And, and so forth and so on. When we, we're dealing with, when we buy and sell property, we're dealing with people's livelihoods. This is mm. not just a, a transaction mm. of bricks and mortar, this is their life. Mm. You know, this is, someone's lived in a home for 30, 40 years, this isn't, this is their memories, this is their legacy that lives beyond them. Mm. And when something like this happens, what bothers me, all those things that we really stand for, and I believe honour, um, very quickly get mocked.
0: Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: And I, I, I'm just sad. That that these things happen because there's no need, and I just really hope everybody learns from this, mm. um, and I hope Daniel learns from it, mm. and and everybody grows and gets bigger and better, and just the industry becomes a better place.
2: Well, that's, you know? it, here, there's Rob? enough feed out there for like, um, it was quite right. I had a memory from last year. There's lots of point of signs where I live. Um, one blew over. I put it up and I said, oh, good luck for your day. And so I'm open. There's enough feed out there for everyone. I don't mm. think it needs to get to a point where. We have to go that way. No, it doesn't. So, But
0: anyway. We're going to leave it there. Thank you for your thoughts. Now, the gentleman on the couch is our next guest. We've heard from him already, but we would like to welcome you up. Mr. Damien Collins. Damien is the uh, the founder and the managing director of Momentum Wealth, which is a property consultancy here in Perth. But more importantly, um, and the reason that, you're up here today. Is you've served on the REWA Council since 2011. Um, nice. And in 2018, Damien was elected as the REWA president.
3: I got the short straw. You
0: got the short straw. You got straw. the good times, mate.
3: The good well, times, the COVID all. times, I
2: know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, Shane you've specifically. You've been like a
2: wartime. wartime yeah, you're, you're the Churchill of REWA. President. Oh, that's, a, that's the President. Roosevelt to be yeah, to The Roosevelt, the Churchill. <laughs> well, we will
1: find him on the beaches, mate.
0: <laughs> Shane actually specifically requested that we have you on because he was yeah. so impressed with how you've dealt with everything. And, and, um, and push through the last couple of months. Mm. So pleasure to have you on. Thanks, I think um, Just
2: on that, there's only two blokes that spend more time behind the mic, and that's McGowan and Basil Zemplis <laughs> at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. you're in good you company. Here. We yeah. have, uh, yeah. I mean, look,
3: it's uh, it's been a lot going on, and uh, we've tried to keep our members informed and keep the public informed, and. Uh, Trying, you know, there's a lot of doomsday sayers out Mm. there and I was saying, well, look, there's downside risk there was, Mm. but I just, you know, don't see it going down significantly. And sure enough, I think those doomsayers are gonna be well and truly wrong. Mm. I'm feeling really optimistic about where the purse is gonna go. Excellent,
0: excellent. So normally this kind of segment where we have a guest, we do a hood highlight and we focus really tightly on one specific suburb obviously that's not what we've got you here for today but we would like i guess your insight a little bit more insight into how the industry's kind of handled the last few months yeah um, and where we're going i guess Um, so i guess my first question would be what are some of the main concerns that your members highlighted over the last couple of months
3: well certainly uh, early on the, uh, the legislation that was going to come in was our real concern and particularly around uh, rental properties there was uh, fear in some of the European countries they actually just said rent free so you don't have to pay rent for two months. Mm. Yeah. Now we have all got rent rolls. Uh, no income equals no money, and that would have put a lot of agencies out of business. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of fear around that. So we were very uh, quick on the phone and uh, to the politicians about you know you can't about what what's going to what to do and what not to do. Certainly in commercial similar sort of problems mm-hmm. uh, where the tenants were going to be able to, some of the original proposals tenants could just walk out on their commercial leases. You know again that scared mm-hmm. commercial. You spent some of them spent hundreds of thousands on a fit out and tenant could just walk away. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the legislation was not great. But it got it got th- it got through, and it's tolerable for this period. So we're able to to formulate that and, and work through with the uh, so that laid a lot of concerns with our members. Obviously, other concerns were around uh, how bad the market would be, mm-hmm. and uh, I think if you asked anyone on the 1st of March, how w- what would life be like on the 31st of March? I don't think anyone would have realised how quickly it escalated. Mm. But then from the 31st of March to the 30th Mm. of April, I don't think we would have realised how quickly it de-escalated. We're going from, oh God, this is going to transactions at 280 a week in Perth from 700 we're all gonna have six, nine months of hardly anything happening. Mm. Banger went down and bang it went up. And we, last week we had 636 mm. sales. We're not far off where we were mm. in January, February. And mm. and you mentioned before the low stock levels. Mm. So, so I think there's a lot, I had a lot of phone calls in the first few weeks, a lot of messages. Mm. Um, I haven't had any message from members in the last three weeks. So I think that means they're feeling yeah, more relaxed time, about, <laughs> feeling a bit more relaxed about. And I think me as a business owner as well, I, you know, you look at it and uh, you know, I've got 65 staff and I'm going, well, what's going to happen here? And uh, I think, yeah,
2: I think as a business, you're feeling, we're feeling more relaxed as well. Excellent, yeah. excellent. I it was going to be, I bought a fishing rod thinking I'd get to do, do fishing. <laughs> yeah. still, I, mean, I, t- I, sold, I sold more homes and oh, caught God. fish. That, so it awesome wasn't <laughs> that you can, buy <laughs> a, you can buy a bigger fishing rod now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, when it first happened, it was, um, I guess everything was just, people were just spinning going, hang mm. on, what's going to happen? But I think, um, that initial shock from what was said, you'd expect. Mm. But then this month is interesting, um, as off air I said, we had a two fall over that were job changes mm. in the time they were getting finance mm. approval. Mm. Both of them sold for more than what they initially sold yeah. for, mm. um, which is disappointing for that buyer because they yeah. wasn't, they'd changed their mind. Um, but it just happened so rapidly, yeah, you
3: yeah. know? Well, we're a, we run a buyer's agency, mm. you guys probably know, so we don't sell. Mm. And we're in the same boat. We've got the buyers, and we're missing out. because we're trying to get the buyers to understand the market is not what's in the paper. Mm. It's not this dooms- doomsday yeah. market. They're still thinking there's bargains, and that, that's come and gone very quickly. No. It's back yeah, to it's, a yeah. normal mm.
2: market. And it's interesting, like when I speak to a buyer, and it's the first thing as a buyer, you're looking for negative to bring price down. Yeah. Mm. It's only naturally going to grab you know, yeah. the fruit that's low, and they're going to yeah. say, "Well, what about COVID?" And I say to them, "Well, why are you putting in an offer?" Mm. "Oh, yeah. because so I say, well, I think it's going to pull 20% back. Well, why don't you wait to September?" Mm oh, but I don't want to do that. So if that's the only thing holding you back and the data, which we all expected it would fall rapidly, Mm. there's been no panic selling. Kudos to the government for some of the policies put in place. Panic selling and stock levels, supply and demand is what controls the industry. Right. It's mm. never been tighter yeah. since 2014. Yeah, yeah. And which is really weird because normally one's going, the rental market's going the sales they are going. Poor, Both yeah. at, at the moment. Mm. It's, um, it's rental market's back yeah. to twenty thirteen, yeah. lowest yeah. since twenty thirteen so, yeah. oh, yeah, vacancy yeah, yeah. rate. Would you agree that normally one's a bit more rent yeah. than the other? But at the moment it seems a bit of a star, mate. Well, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm feeling optimistic, because there, there hasn't been a lot, we've got low stock for sale,
3: low mm. stock for rent. Um, mm. And there hasn't been investors coming mm. to the market yet. If they come back, that's yeah. what I think will be the catalyst to push things forward a bit. Now, whether they'll come in the next six months, I mm. don't know. But, uh, uh, you know, we, you come into a market, that's why I wasn't, you know, on the doomsday mm. side of things, because people are going, oh, it's going to go this and that. But mm. the reality was we had low stock. So mm. unless yeah. the new stock yeah. came to market, which it mm. hasn't still, no. what there's no full selling. Yeah. So what was going what to be the catalyst?
0: is going to happen in the next six months when JobKeeper finishes up? Is that when we're going to see some full selling? Or do you think we're going to get through it? Well,
3: it'll depend on the on the state of the economy, how bad mm. unemployment gets. Now, we all know it, it was, I think it was about five and a half, six when we mm. went into this. Uh, it's blo- it's going to blow out to 10. Yeah. But if it blows out eight, nines, maybe 10, I think a lot of those people have lost their jobs, have been in the more casualised workforce. Mm. The the hospitality workers, We're some sort of businesses noticing, cut yeah. down. Yeah. If we go out 12 13%, mm. then I think that's a challenge for the mm. whole market. But yeah. I think at sort of eight, nine, 10%. Um, I don't think we'll see any significant hit. Now, JobKeeper's uh, an issue. Uh, I think they're going to likely for some industries, Uh, keep it going. In fact, um, the Real Estate Institute of Australia, through our members, we did a survey and uh, a lot of our members want to keep JobKeeper going, no doubt, because we're all getting Mm -hmm. money to keep staff on. (laughs) Um, And and stamp duty was the other big thing Mm. that they could do for our industry. So it'll depend on how the government handles the end of JobKeeper and whether the industries that are really still suffering, Mm -hmm. whether they continue on like a cascading down, maybe a phased out rather than a dead stop.
1: Mm -hmm. Damien, as an industry, um, something that, and I've had a number of conversations around this with people of late, is that we are we are the catalyst for so many services to mm. to um, uh, be engaged. You yep. know, when, when a piece of real estate is bought mm. and sold, there's there's an arm's length of industry really that comes into play. Yeah. Crib creatives, yeah. you know, the removalists, gardeners, yeah. you mortgage know, breakers, every, mortgage. all Sermon sorts, all all sorts of people. You know, so it, it's it's a very important. Um, Uh, fulcrum of the economy, I believe, that the the government need to make sure it's healthy because of all these knock-on effects. Now one of the great blockages of that, and you just mentioned it, is stamp duty. Now we all know stamp duty was supposed to go when GST came in and that obviously never happened. If there's ever a time for those sort of tax reforms that are going to come into place, you would think now now, is mm. the now, the mm. reality is their, their stamp duty revenue is, is way back anyway. Yeah. Mm. So if you're going to do it, yeah. now is the time. You know, now, you may or may not be able to sort of get, get too deep in this conversation, but what do you think the likelihood of, Do you have any um, sentiment of the conversations the government are having around that?
3: Yeah, and, and it's uh, I think we've got the best chance in a generation to mm. maybe get some movement on it. Yeah. Uh, Victoria... Uh, And New South Wales, one's a Labor state, one's a Liberal. Mm. So it's not one side of politics versus the other. They both said they want to get rid of it. They Mm. are looking at alternatives. Uh, One of the alternatives put up in New South Wales, which is politically palatable, is that you have a choice. Mm. So you pay either a stamp duty, like the normal rate, Mm. or you can just elect to pay I don't want to call it a land tax but they'll call it a, yeah. a stamp duty ongoing tax and you pay instead of seventeen thousand, mm. you might pay 750 bucks a year mm. in perpetuity so at least that way it's a choice you can't go backwards yeah. mm-hmm. um, look some of the other ones it's it's got to be bipartisan because um, if you put a broad-based land tax you can scare people if mm. both sides so mm-hmm. um the federal government wants every every politician state federal liberal labor say it's a dumb tax it's inefficient They want to get rid of it, but that's a revenue source. Mm. Now, as Ross Mm -hmm. said, it's only about 1.2 billion in WA. About 725 is from residential. Uh, You'd only need to have a $700 tax per property Mm. uh, per annum Mm. on, on an average property. Some would be higher and lower. To recover that so the great opportunity to do it or even if you go to that model where it's a choice you'll have a, a yeah. short-term hit to revenue but eventually as transactions happen it'll build up and as ross was saying you know our modelling shows it's about 25 to thirty-five thousand, apart from the agents fees yeah. of additional economic activity from the removalists the mortgage broker the repairs renovations yeah. you know new furniture yeah. it's a, such an in, in, increasing those yeah. transactions Great, it's going to help our industry, but it's also uh, going to help the co- uh, economy as well. Yeah. And it's just really, it's, it's just so inefficient. It makes people stuck and they can't move. And as you said, you know, at the moment, people would like to move. My mother in law said, oh, I'd like to scale down from my house in the hills to something smaller, but I don't want to pay stamp duty. You know, that's. She's mm. retired and it's, it's a lot of money. So mm. I, I think we've got the best chance. There's a, there's a movement for it. I think uh, in a crisis people go, you know, just cu- trying to cut away the politics. So Liberal Party or the Dean Nolder from the Liberal Party wrote a column in that He thinks he, they want to get rid of it. Mm. It's not party policy yet, but we're working with both sides to get some action. And and uh, I'm feel probably the best chance in a generation in the next year or two.
1: Beautiful. Mm. Whilst you're there mate, can you talk about getting rid of payroll tax, mm. oh, get yeah. rid of uh, <laughs> CGT, mate just keep going. Well, let's will let's just get rid of taxes <laughs> altogether. One, well,
2: one thing that, one thing that I, and I haven't spoken to you about this, but I'm sure you will hear from people very soon. Mm-hmm. The announcement yesterday, obviously regarding the first homeowner. So yep. uh, a lot of the properties I sell median house price around 420 450 uh, I think they've missed the boat big time again, Yep. Um, in, I know it's a federal, you know, a national thing, but We already have an undersupply or an oversupply of new product in many of these areas. So where I get frustrated is, whilst I know there's developers and they have their place, we're trying, the government's broke, so we're spreading further spread out. Um, I think they should have had at least a seven or a 10,000 grant established, because what I'm seeing is people get caught up in the glitz and glamour of that big grant, by the time they're finished in some of these suburbs, and we know the suburbs. you're actually in negative equity from the moment you get the keys yeah because it's a false economy you're exactly
3: right shane so I, um did a bit of press last night and today mm. uh, uh, saying we were critical mm. of the package mm. it, uh, i said basically the home builder package needs its own renovation mm. because um you're exactly right so what it's going to do the way it's framed is actually what it, you get no infill it's a mm. contract yep. to start date of three months it's no chance you can get off the plan sales no. and get organized in no. three months so it's basically it's targeted to house and land packages in the outskirts mm right in the areas that people have already smashed. In Belldivis, mm-hmm. your Allenbrooks, your El they're all in negative equity. Byford. And yeah. what's gonna happen now, the first-time buyer or even a buyer goes, mm. oh good, I'm gonna get a property there. I'm gonna get 10,000 if I'm a first-time buyer, mm. 25 more, plus the state government's yep. gonna kick in some more. Mm. So it's gonna be pretty 45, 50. Mm. Mm. And so for me to buy a used one, I'm not gonna get anything. Mm. Gee, that means to drop another 30 grand. Mm. So it's kicking the guts to those people. Yep. Mm. Um, there should have been something for established. So we're asking for stamp duty relief on mm. established, mm-hmm. uh, even as for a short term. We want to get rid of it long term, but even just to get the market going Mm. and allow those people who do need to sell in this COVID period the opportunity to get Mm. out. Um, And I get it, the building industry is very good at jobs, jobs, jobs. And Mm. that's a hard one for us in Mm. the established
2: market to talk about. But Uh, but then again, that established, the flow on still happens, the furniture sales and all these things. But you're just getting further and further out from the city and their whole policy when they freed up their zoning. To, bring, to have infill. Well, that's exactly, that and that
3: was our, that was one of our major criticisms of mm. it. Is it was a targeted, at, at, but the planning policy in the state government is mm. nearly fifty percent infill. Mm. The uh, pl- the policy of the city deal that is about urban mm. regeneration, mm. not sprawling, mm. and this has done the exact opposite. So it's mm. it's disappointing. You yep. know, it, I get I get they need to do some stimulus, mm-hmm. but the way they framed it is pretty disappointing.
2: One thing I've noticed that has been a real positive, um, obviously, for a while we we're seeing people earn enough money to service a loan. But not a big enough deposit to go big four, earning too much for Keystart. But I, I think last year I had only about five, I had 90 deals, five Key Start loans. Mm. In the last 60 days, I think I've done 10, and that's because they've lifted that threshold. Yeah. Um, but have they looked to market it more? Because it, it, it's still the amount of buyers we're meeting that aren't aware of it. Mm. Do you think that could be? played out better or? Well
3: yeah I think potentially if uh, I wasn't aware Keystart Start made changes but there's a lot of noise been out there mm. lately I think obviously yeah Keystart uh mm. going to have a chat to Paul the CEO and yep. uh, they need to get that message out there because yeah. uh, people don't a lot of people don't know no and, and the yeah.
2: perception is it's only for first home buyers too yeah it's not it's, it's not that's yep, right and a lot so, of people aren't yeah. aware of that yep
0: beautiful all right gents very good conversation we are going to have to hold it there though we're going to have to move on to our next uh, next uh, segment very quickly. We'll that I, the, I, siren. I know you I know, that was a great combo. but
2: was, was, <laughs> was, that school, school that was that a school siren? That was a school siren. That was the
0: wind up. No, that <laughs> was a school siren.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Roscoe, you're up yeah. next. You've got your five questions.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: So Damien, this is the part where we get to know you a little bit better.
1: Oh, um, okay. Um, this I, is the real oil, mate. This is. is <laughs> that big one in there.
0: I've put them all in there, guys. I haven't changed your questions. No. Yeah, yeah no, that's no, the no, most important.
1: <laughs> <I hit. laughs> Sorry, mate. He was pointing at the seat, not something else. Damien's right? a dirty man. So... Should I be so... now? Can I leave? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Damien, right. you know, like, you've you know, got the ring stuff. For us. That's all good, but this is the real law. This, what, this is what the viewers want to hear. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> this is about get to know Damien. So number one is, mate. We all say, you know, we're we're better for the experience. The experience is what we get when we don't get what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Given that in mind, you're an entrepreneur, successful businessman. You're the president of the, our world. Um, <laughs> War wartime. wartime, wartime. You are the Churchill Winston- of pre <laughs> What? I'm,
3: I'm liking I'll this. I'll probably die of a heart attack <laughs> like he <laughs> did oh, after. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: Um, so, mate, what what would you think is your biggest stuff up
3: in, in business? In business, that's good, because you take it away from relationships, so I won't go down that path. (laughs) Um, Look, I think when I look back over the last five years, being too optimistic for too long and uh, uh, making some business decisions, took more office space in 2017 when I thought the market was going to recover. So you've got to be an an entrepreneur, you've got to be an optimist. Running a business in real estate, you've got to be optimistic, (laughs) but... It's, yeah, I was probably optimistic for too long without making some hard decisions.
2: I think we all all thought we we were coming better for a while now. Yeah, I know. They're not the only one there.
1: (laughs) It was was like in COVID here, everybody, I saw these social media posts. Be wary of the optimist.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay, so, mate, number two. Um, This will be interesting. What are the three things you wouldn't leave home without? Uh,
3: My phone, my wallet and my laptop. Okay. They are things that I um, check every day and uh yeah I, I wouldn't function without them earpods okay. i i use them he was pods. using
0: them before yep.
3: yeah I, I, they're, they're awesome i got sick of the cord
0: <laughs> that,
2: the corded ones i got so sick of yeah. them seen, yeah, and being tangled up. you've right? got people with call it like you know the sunglasses holders oh
1: yeah yeah the, the, with I, pods, I, we've
2: gone full circle <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah okay
1: so mate what what would you think is your worst habit
3: Oh, it'll definitely be losing stuff, and I can tell you what I have to do. But speaking of those things, I have to have a tile, because my uh-huh. wife, my EA, are sick to death of me losing things. So I have a tile, which is on my phone, is on my laptop bag and my wallet, and if I push that button, uh, my phone is on silent, I won't do it to you now, but I push that button, it'll find my oh, phone.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say oh. your wife or your EA you could do it, and I thought you you'd never get a woman to I need
3: that. No. I need that for my wife. You'd never get no. one no, I'm <laughs> shocking. I put stuff down and lose it, every, and everyone's annoyed. So they bought, me the, they bought me this tile so I don't lose stuff. And I've, <laughs> in the last three days, I've lost my wallet two times and my phone twice. So pushing that button's been amazing. I could put one of those Beautiful. on my home open
2: signs.
1: Yes, yeah. Oh. 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 Home open signs, we put them on there. <laughs> yeah. See where they have going, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. Okay. Okay, mate. So when you're not at work, where will we find you? Where, what's your chill out zone? What's, what's the outside of work Damien represent?
3: Like? Uh, it's, either, it's either wine, which I don't mind a nice wine, or mm. I'm on the bike. So I'm one of those okay. mammals yes. uh, that gets abused as I come here through Del yes. Keith on yes. Warrot Avenue, yeah, get yeah. off, get on the footpath, yeah, yeah. I'm one of those, but I do go in single file, I promise so you. So have we got the shaved legs mate? No, no, no. i not, <laughs> not, 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 I don't need to say that extra microphone. on second. We've got the
0: president <laughs> on and we're bloody <laughs> checking his legs. We've got to check out the legs. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: shaving your legs, unless you're, la- oh, unless you're at the, that yeah. level, it's I don't no, know
1: mate. And some, like, I'm a cyclist myself, and just sometimes I feel like stopping people. Say, Are you a
0: cyclist, Ross? Yeah. I say, oh,
1: you, no. mate, look, no, 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 they're well it's really hairy. <laughs> oh
0: it's been a long
3: winter. <laughs>
1: it's been a long winter. <laughs> the, uh, they shouldn't wear lycra, some people. No, you know.
3: it's a bit of, uh, yeah, it's most not a good look, people.
1: Most people. Okay. Um, mate, what would you say is the most, uh, what's a saying that people use that irritates you? You know, every now and then there's a saying, it's like, like everyone would say, at the end of the day or whatever, what's a saying that you think?
3: Don't say that. Oh gee, a saying that the the, um, well, the end of the day is a, is a good one. Yeah. Um, I, I have a saying that um, people get annoyed at me at saying, yeah. so I can tell you that one. I say um, when they bring me, I have full confidence in your decision. Okay. That, and they go, that's not helping me. I say, that's, I have full confidence in your decision. <laughs> <laughs> that means go away and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I get in trouble for that. They go, I need your help. And I go, no, you don't. You can figure it out yourself. So yeah, I, like I have full confidence in your decision, which means, Go away and leave me alone, figure it out. <laughs> Which
2: pisses everybody else. Until yeah. it's wrong and they say, who made this? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> who
3: did that? Okay,
1: mate, now the most important question. This is, yeah. Shane and I consider this the piece de resistance of questions. Mm. This is the one you've got to nail. That's right, okay. okay. The best place to eat in Perth. What's your, what's your number one go-to?
3: Well, my favourite is—I uh, live out this side of town—is Samson's Paddock in yeah. Mosman no, Park. Yeah. Nice one yeah. Yeah. On, yeah, on, on Glide Street. Yeah, very nice little restaurant. Yeah. Um, very um, hard to get into. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I highly recommend it to the uh, viewers, It's well, now that things are going to be open again. i yeah. yep. uh, got really good quality food, yep. good wine list, yep. so that's my Feels favourite. If
1: Paddy, mm. Damien's tab, just say, "Made of Damien's, he said put on the tab. <laughs> What's the <laughs> dish? Don't knock yourself
3: <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, they do a really good prawns, they mix it up a bit, really okay. good prawns, uh, I love, and I'm a big seafood fan. Mm. Okay, very good. If you good. can't get a booking for the next six months, you've done this to yourself. I've done it to myself, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well I think the res- every restaurant's going to be, although yeah. uh, my wife somehow got a booking for tomorrow night, not at Samson's Paddy, unfortunately, unfortunately, but um, Blue Duck. Blue nice. Duck?
1: Nice. Yeah. Not,
3: yeah. So it's not, well, it's my okay.
1: Man, I can every, re- there'll be 100% yeah. Che-
3: yeah. restaurants right now. one just good get out of the house. Oh, yeah. yeah well, it it good.
1: Cabin figure. Let's go. Thanks, mate.
3: Pleasure. Good to see
1: good you, Ross. Yes. Oh, good to you, That Thanks, was excellent.
0: Jess. Well done. Guys, that's it. That's our show for today. We're done. We, um, it was pretty meaty, so thank you. Thank you so much for a Pleasure great discussion. Um, I want to thank the guys at Zorzi once again for hosting us in these yeah. incredible premises. If you do want to check it out, it's ho- it's open on a Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday public holidays from one till four. Um, of course, thank you to Damien so much for your time and your knowledge today. Um, that's it. We're you know, we're lo- we're back. Oh, hang on. We're back. I've got play of the day. Oh, you do have one. Okay. I skipped. Play this is today. a good, good Sorry. story.
2: All right. Okay. If you're following me on Instagram, you Better be good. Got off the phone to a house and land package person. Been dealing with it for two weeks. Get Shane. You about to get a call from someone who's ready to write the offer? Two minutes later, get a call about a block. G'day, mate. Yeah, just calling about that block. I said, yeah, when you want to catch up. Yep, happy to write the offer. All right, got the address. Make the time. Hour and a half later. G'day, Shane. Yeah, yeah mate, I'm just calling about that block. You've been dealing with um, guy's name, who's the building rep. I'm just ready to write the offer. I said, didn't you ring earlier? He goes, no, I'm just ringing out. I just answered the phone from an inquiry. <laughs> Ready <laughs> to write the offer. offer. So I've got two offers on the property. Oh,
3: you're uh, what a genius. <laughs> hey, even when he <laughs> makes mistakes, <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah, saved. you yeah, a yeah, legend. Yeah, right? qualify him really. oh, <laughs>
2: did, So yeah, it was quite awkward when um, I had to say, oh, geez, I didn't actually know who that first person was. But yeah, he good, wrote man. the offer, mate. Yeah. A bit good. of confidence in that one.
1: So. His own play of the day. Thank you, Jess.
0: I don't know where to go from here. Um, we, we'll awkward. be back in a fortnight. We're going to be in a different location, so keep your eye out. If you've got any comments or suggestions about topics you want to hear from us or anything at all, please comment on the Facebook page or the YouTube or hit any of the guys up on Instagram. Shane is always after messages. He loves oh, it. He loves it.
2: I got <laughs> messages but they're not really friendly. They're more statements. That's it. Get off my We're feed.
0: Done. Thanks. See ya. Cool. Bye. Yeah.